0: Welcome back to VQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time to talk a little Major League Baseball postseason. We will start reacting to Game 1 of the National League Championships here. I mean, guys are still getting their concessions. They're still settling into their seats at that point. And then Kyle Schwarber has to have a first-pitch home run And everybody's going nuts over it. Just goes to show you got to show up to the ball game early because you might miss something special immediately. And hopefully, all the Phillies fans were uh, ready and set to go there. First pitch home run for him. Bryce Harper hits a home run on his birthday. Nick Castellanos goes deep, and the Phillies hang on to win five to three. Joe, what stood out to you in game one?
1: It's. It's a continuation of what we've been seeing in these playoffs from the Phillies. And thank you, Jake. Thank you for the Bryce Harper call telling us that, hey, uh, before everybody else got on board, that it's his 31st birthday today. He's going to hit a home run, and he did. Good number, two, plus 475, I believe. They just, no matter what the the run total ends up being for the Phillies, it comes via the long ball. And it's, it's like their home run props are worth it. Uh Schwarber is usually so darn short. He hits he hits one again. But Cassianos on fire. Uh, same thing, of course, with Harper. I mean, that that's what really stands out to me. And, you know, forget the history. Wheeler was great again. Eight strikeouts, no walks in that game. Like he he's on a tear. That's what we're seeing with these teams that keep on uh that, that things are going well for them. They've got these starters. You know, maybe there's bad history. Maybe they had a poor second half, and we'll get to the other game in a moment. But uh, they're turning it on when the lights are brightest.
2: Yeah, I loved it. Like, Bryce Harper just putting on a show, talking about how he's excited to finally play on his birthday. Jate called it. That was awesome. Towards the end of the show yesterday, he put that out there. And then Harper... I love the scene of him blowing out the candles, holding up the 31. I can't believe he's 31 already. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, really?
1: I was thinking the opposite because I felt like he's been in the league forever, which he has because he entered yeah. at such a young age.
2: Yeah, exactly. I feel like I've known him since he was a kid. Yeah. yeah I was about
1: forever. to say, like, there's there's I that, don't know. and we
0: always – Feel like baseball players are supposed to be older than us, right? Like I forget who said this first. I certainly didn't. But baseball is one of those sports like we we grew up with it as kids. So we just expect baseball players to, you know, now at this point be in their forties and fifties and sixties, like everyone's Julio Franco's age at this point. And that's just not (laughs) the case anymore. Like now they're all younger than us. And like the guys we look up to are like significantly younger than us, like the LA de la cruises and guys like that. Like if you ever want to get depressed, Just go to baseball reference and look at ages of Major League Ball players that we really, really enjoy. Like Shohei Otani, you know, being his mid-20s, like guys like that.
1: Uh, Yeah, Jake's guy, Evan Carter, born in 2002. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Once I see the the date of birth in the 2000s, I'm like, ooh. That's how
1: I felt when it got to the 90s, but now it's 2000s. I'm like, oh, it makes it even yeah, I guess I'm over it <laughs> at this point. but You did talk yeah, about Castellanos,
2: close. though. Uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, terms Castellanos. Of, Remember, I was like, Trey Turner's hit a home run. You're like, so it's Castellanos. <laughs> it's like, oh, I knew someone was going to do it. I just picked the wrong guy yesterday.
1: They're going to. Yeah, it's like every <laughs> game. Okay, w- should we just take a group of Phillies? They might all hit homers because we've seen that, too. Mm-hmm. Good point. No
0: kidding. Sprinkle Yeah, that's all. a really good point also we got to give some respect to Zach Wheeler in the battle of Zach's Aaron Z-A-C-K mm. reigned right. supreme. And by the way, I believe uh, Z-A-C-K was number one in our Zach power rankings. Uh, they mm-hmm. were unofficial and not accounted for. So <laughs> I, I mean, maybe it's debatable, uh, but Z-A-C-K Wheeler uh, relied on his four-seamer a good bit, had nearly a 40% called strike whiff rate with it. which was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Contact that hitters were making with the four-seamer happened to be bad. He was also really good with the sinker. So the uh, fastball certainly set up the sinker, and he got guys to swing and miss outside the zone with it. One of those things where that approach was just so effective that when we see Zach Wheeler again, whether it's later in this series or in the World Series – he is going to be dynamite. I think that we can say for certain. And look, you know, next Zach Wheeler start, whenever that is, probably going to be another pitcher's duel in all likelihood. And it's hard to go against him if he's going to have stuff like that, Joe.
1: Yep. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It doesn't matter on the other side. The way the Phillies just are a powerhouse and and they've got the roti- This is why maybe we shouldn't be surprised that they're here in the end. That for those that made the Mm -hmm. case that listen, they may be the third best team in the National League, but they're also the third best team in baseball. Like you see it. It's the exact case that we made a year ago. And once Trey Mm -hmm. Turner turned his season around, you've got to go back to your priors. What were your priors going into the year? Well, they got better. I don't know that they'll get to the World Series, but they got better. Well, a lot of signs Mm -hmm. are pointing to them actually going back to the World Series. They just how they're built. Um the defense, even though they went on that crazy run last year, the defense overall wasn't wasn't it a slight improvement because like, it was so terrible. But Could, and they, yeah, they've always been had, worse. <laughs> yeah, and they, they've always had the top of the rotation guys. So I'm kind of kicking myself like, yeah, I know it's so difficult to pull that off in back to back seasons in baseball, but we've seen it um mm-hmm. should have considered them a lot more big picture wise I mean once Trey Turner turned it around he's just changed so much in this lineup
2: mm-hmm. yeah and Castellanos was asked if he's surprised he's like no I'm amazed I know we are capable of this but it's just amazing how everyone is just hitting these run- home runs like they are it's awesome it to is. watch
0: Yeah, Uh, just convergence of all factors, doing it at just the right time. And now the Phillies are minus 310 favorites to advance to the World Series. So maybe there aren't too many bets there that we like. But when it comes to Game 2, when we've got Merrill Kelly on the bump going up against Darren Nola. Currently, the Phillies are minus 155 favorites on the money line. There are some props I like that I will get to in a minute, Joe. But anything stand out as far as game or series that you would like to bet?
1: Yeah, Uh, well, it stands out that Merrill Kelly, I know he doesn't have a lot of playoff experience, but what we've seen from him in some really big spots is certainly worth noting. Uh, In in his one playoff spot, uh, the last start against the Dodgers, he shut them down. He pitched into the seventh. Um, He was terrific then. He ended the season with Houston. So these last couple times he's been out, I mean, these juggernauts offensively he's going against. So he's not going to be intimidated by this Phillies lineup no matter how hot they are. Last start of the season, and remember, with uh, Arizona, all of those games were very big down the stretch. Uh, He did a great job against Houston. One run and seven innings of work. Uh, So Kelly has been terrific. I don't think he's going to be intimidated uh, by the moment. Now, on the other side, with Nola, Great history against the Diamondbacks. So that's that got to be a concern. The, the lineup does not stop for the Phillies. Obviously a concern. I mean, Nola's numbers are so good. Like, yeah, you look at the 18 strikeouts and only two walks. But some of the other stuff, like, against these Diamondbacks hitters, a sample size of 58 plate appearances, the exit velo is just barely above 80. Like, that is wow. – you don't see that a lot. It's 81.7. that That is dominant stuff from Nola.
2: Yeah, and you look at the advanced metrics, so Kelly, his ERA 329 compared to NOLA, who's 446, but then NOLA's advanced metrics in terms of expected ERA is better than Kelly's, and his ex-FIP is also better than Kelly's, but just slightly. Like 413 expected ERA for Kelly versus expected ERA for NOLA 377 And then for XBIP, it's 384 for Kelly versus 363 for Nola. I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if I might just do Diamondbacks' first five money line at plus 138. I kind of like this process. If they're evenly matched, just take the dog first five.
0: No, definitely a lot of value there. Joe, you mentioned the 81.7 exit velo for Aaron Nola. How about the walk rate? Did you look at the walk rate for Aaron Nola against the Diamondbacks? 1.7%. 1.7%. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, like, what is it? 58 plate of That's what? One guy? Like, if my math is right? Wow. Just one hitter that you walked in? Is... Jeez. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah. No. X-Wobo allowed of 243. That's insane as well. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely something where if you're looking at history only, Aaron Nola does have the advantage. But, Aaron, as you mentioned, the XFIP situation, uh, it is a little bit more even as far as that goes. I, I'm not one to look at home field advantage very much in a game like this, but I do wonder if the way we ought to play this is by looking at Phillies hitters and figuring out which one or which ones should be able to pounce on either Merrill Kelly on the, or on this bullpen. And I found myself going to the bottom of the order because I, I wonder if, like, all the value is going to get squeezed out of the Nick Castellanos's and the Bryce Harper's. And I looked at Brandon Marsh for one-plus bases at minus 110, and he's probably going to be batting in the eight hole in the lineup. And I think there's something to be said for that. Second highest hard hit rate in the lineup. Okay. Barrel rate right-handed lineup for the Phils. but he's backing up Nick Castellanos who should be batting seventh. So I feel like that. Yeah, he's eighth at home, but there should be enough chances for him to swing possibly with guys on base. And I like his chances to at least get a single somewhere.
1: It's the ball hard. So you would think, yeah, if, Maybe you get one fewer at bat than the, the majority of the lineup, but that's why you're getting that number of one plus uh, the player that, that jumped out to me, Trey Turner over one and a half, and he's got great history against Kelly. Uh, that is still plus money plus plus uh, I've talked a lot about Turner, but you know, as we talk about this game in this matchup, a lot of things may make me think under maybe under eight, or if you want to go first five yeah. under as well, uh, that, that, Probably what I'm going to do with this game. Side total. I'm looking at the total going under, and I like Turner.
2: Okay, so I looked up the home run props Harper, best number, plus uh plus 475. Castellanos, plus 550. Trey Turner, plus 450. Schwerber, plus 330. Sprinkle them all.
1: Are you going to do a couple?
2: I, mean, I might. <laughs> I actually. I know I just said it, the but. Other yeah. side. Right. What about. Corbin I'm going Carroll? under, but I'm going
0: to bet on four do home run wanna-
2: props. <laughs> Right? Um, yes. I feel like Corbin Carroll's just been so solid. That he has been. He,
0: Didn't get my over one and a
2: half bases. Hits, runs, right. RBIs, I don't know, something.
1: I mean, Nola's been so great. I'm not lining up any Diamondbacks player props. But that's how good okay. he's been against these guys.
0: Unless, like, Carroll for a stolen base, like, something obscure like that, I think would be Okay. But I'm with you guys. Like, if we're expecting an under first five and full game, then you know, you have to choose carefully as far as which batting props you like. And I, I like Brandon Marsh here, but you know, as far as other Phillies hitters, maybe one or two will be okay, but the unders probably make a little bit more sense. How about we move on to the American League Championship Series? Uh, Texas leads hmm. that two games to nothing. Rangers jumped out early, absolutely shellacking Framber Valdez. But the Astros did come back. Still, Texas won 5-4 to four and now lead the best of seven series two games to nothing. Texas now minus 500 favorites to go on to the World Series. But is there a part of you, a part of you, that thinks the Astros can make this a series?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little Such bit. Confidence. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I mean, they have been better on the road this year. There's that. Um, the, Evaldi, uh, again, crushed his K-prop. He got nine. Nine strikeouts, one walk yesterday. What was it, four and a half? I think we are at four and mm-hmm. a half when we were talking about it. Just Just destroyed that. Valdez with his history, I think that was the most surprising here in this spot that Valdez um, didn't, didn't last very long in this one and they just give it up both games at home. And you know, we know home run, not a big deal, but yeah, I mean, could, could they win four or five? That's going to be tough. The way the Rangers are playing right now, that that's a hard sell. And is there enough value of plus three seventy five? Probably not, but I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, this thing's definitely over in four or five games. How about you, Aaron?
2: yeah i think the rangers just have so much magic i guess on their side and the eovaldi resurgence has been so fun to watch and they left him in to get out of that bases loaded jam his confidence Mm -hmm. he just seems like such a solid guy and a great leader now you've got max scherzer coming back i just love it it just feels like a special year and actually the same thing could be said for the phillies too Rangers and Phillies have just been really fun to watch in the postseason.
0: It's sad, though, Aaron, that if you bet on Rangers Phillies to make it to the World Series, that exact outcome, there's no value there. It stinks. Like just Phillies mm-hmm. are just yeah. such heavy favorites. Rangers are now heavy favorites. And so it's hard to even bet on that. Probably need to have an exact outcome of the World Series, to find any value. Real, real quick. ALCS MVP is an interesting market want to throw out jonah heim at 16 to one he's second on the ball club in woba and ex-woba Liotty tavares is leading the way but he, he's in the nine hole i wonder if jonah heim as a catcher might make some sense
1: Ooh, yeah he had that homer yesterday so yeah mm-hmm. a couple big games that's a good call that's a good number for a team up 2-0 yeah
0: yeah exactly this is VQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we're going off the board right here on the VQL network.